Welcome to the Mrs. Rev Podcast, where we equip and empower you to fulfill God's call with joy and with purpose. Get your Bible and get ready to take some notes as we jump into another episode of the Mrs. Rev Podcast with your host, Pastor Joey Miller. Hey, and welcome to episode 10 of the Mrs. Rev Podcast. I'm so happy that you're joining us today for our 10th episode. And in celebration, we are doing a giveaway. So if you are a subscriber to our closed Facebook page, you are eligible. And if you're not yet, you can go ahead and subscribe and become eligible for our giveaway. We are giving away one of my favorite reads so far of 2019. And that is The Five Things That Successful People Do Before 8 a.m. by Terry Seville Foy. It is a great read, especially if you enjoyed the EDD Every Darn Day podcast, you'll enjoy uh, Terry Seville Foy book so if you can go ahead to our live facebook group closed facebook group rather and if you could let us know what has been your favorite episode so far out of the first 10 that we have put out there uh, go ahead and write it in the comments and you will be chosen one of you will be chosen for our prize giveaway so it's a party it's a celebration day uh, here at the mrs rev podcast so some announcements that I have for you for women uh, that I think that you will really enjoy is, of course, our Radiance Conference that we're a part of in Orlando, Florida, hosted by Revival today. And that is April 22nd through the 26th. And let me repeat that for those of you who didn't hear me the first time. It's in Orlando, Florida. So pack your bags. It's like a spring break for all of us women. It's a spiritual reason to go Get in the sun and enjoy the word of God with other spirit-filled women. Be encouraged. Your life will be changed. So register for that at Revival Today forward slash Radiance. Also, if you're in the local Pittsburgh area, join us April 5th for Chick Church. Uh, it's an amazing time that we come together once a month as the women uh, of our church. You're welcome to invite friends and come together for worship and a word. So it's good to come out and worship with other women. So those are our uh, events that you're not going to want to miss if you're a a woman in the area join us april 5th and anyone uh, who wants to can come and join us at radiance well today we're going to be diving in to a very important topic that i'm excited to talk about and we are talking about discovering your purpose discovering your calling what is it uh, that you really were made to do. And we hit on this last week in our uh, episode nine, if you joined us with Evangelist Adolis Shuttlesworth, and the topic's still on my heart. So I want to cover it today and maybe even in episode 11. But what are, what is it that you uh, were called? What are you, what are you put on this earth to do? And this is a conversation that needs to be had. You know, so many times we think about it, we wrestle with it, you know, we feel that tension within our spirit like there's got to be more so today we're going to talk about really discovering what that is for our lives defining it defining it how can we practically move forward in accomplishing the purpose that God has for us because it's not just something that we say uh, to encourage you that God has a purpose and a plan for you it's not some ethereal thing like if God wants me to do it he's just going to make it happen there's practical steps that we can walk through to discover and to define and actually to start walking in and walking towards the purpose and the call that God has for our lives you know we all struggle with that question what what is it that you want to be when you grow up I have a 17-year-old son, and we were just having this conversation last night. And we were talking about, hey, you know, it's time to start 
praying about this uh, at a different level. It's time to start fasting about this decision. You know, the Bible talks about that when we commit our ways to the Lord, that when we acknowledge him in all of our ways, that he directs our paths, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says. So it's time to start doing that. We were having this conversation and, and we were talking to him about what is it that you feel like you want to do? And he was telling us and, and we were saying, you can't just look at things from a worldly natural standpoint yes you want to have a successful career yes you want to make money but that's not the end-all be-all that you that you have a purpose greater than what your bank account says you have a purpose that's tied to your destiny and when you start to walk in that when you start to understand that your life takes on a whole different level. There's there's not only are, are you feeling more fulfilled, but it puts you really on a fast track to accomplishing more in the life that you're given. You know, I always, I'm the queen in our house for forgetting passwords. I don't know if anybody else can give me an amen or attest that that is your weakness too, but I forget all of my passwords. And it was so bad that I had changed my email account and I was locked out of my iTunes password uh, from for my phone and I actually couldn't even send myself like a confirmation to get back in because I, I had a different email so I had to call and I had to go through security questions and I hate security questions because yes I could be a little bit blonde sometimes um, no offense to all my fellow blondes out there but I I don't know what the answer is to my own security questions sometimes uh, when it comes to what is what was your dream job how many of you have have chosen that security question to answer and I always laugh to my husband I'm like it depends on what I was feeling the day that they asked me that question like he's like wasn't it like a pastor's wife or a mom he's like try those and I'm like well what if it was like a stressful day as a mom I might have said like my dream job is to be a supermodel or uh, an attorney it could have been anything on any given day so we laugh about that all the time but my point is this that you know when you connect yourself to God's purpose when you start to understand and le learn to discover and unfold his purpose and his calling for your life then you know you're on a firm path you're in a clear direction you don't have to be uh, 20 30 40 50 years old saying what do I want to be when I grow up what what is it that I want to do with my life you can say you know what I'm gonna from this day on I'm gonna start to define and discover my purpose and my calling and start to walk in it and when you start to walk in it you start to accelerate into the things that God has called you to do First uh, Corinthians seven seventeen. If you have your Bible in your notebook, get it out. We're going to write down some scriptures, and today I want you to write down some points that you can really go back and meditate on, and look over, and really use to um, to think about. Uh, if you take some time in your prayer time, in your Bible reading, and then some thinking time, just to say, Lord, you know, as I'm here in your presence, what let's let's talk through some of these things, Lord, together. So get your notebook and your pen out. But I want you to write uh, 1 Corinthians 7, 17 down from the Amplified Bible. It says this, Let each one live the life which the Lord has assigned him to, which God has called him. For each person is unique and accountable for his choices and conduct. Let him walk in this way. Let each one live the life the Lord has assigned him and which God has called him to do. Listen, the calling of God transcends just a call to ministry if you are living and breathing 
uh, right now listening to this podcast, you have a purpose and you have a call. You have an assignment that God has given you. You have a mandate that God has not only given you, but he's created you to fulfill, but he's created you uniquely. And not only that, but as we see here in this in this scripture in uh, Corinthians is that you're going to be accountable for that assignment. You're going to be accountable for how you used your gift, for how you stewarded the purpose and the destiny that God had put on your life. So I want to walk through some of these practical principles for you so that you don't have to have this internal conversation, this internal, am I fulfilling it? You know, a lot of women go through life feeling depressed. They feel discontented. They think if I change my husband, if I change my job, if I change my career, if I have kids, if I get the kids out of the house when, when they're grown, then I could fulfill my purpose. Then I could fulfill my calling then I can be happy. Well, let me tell you, we're going to go through some some practical steps today to connect you to that purpose, to put you on track to discovering and defining your call so that you can start walking in it immediately with confidence, with assurance, and with the wind of heaven behind you to see it accelerated in your life. Let's talk about what a calling is. What a calling is. A calling is a God-given purpose. God's ordained purpose for your life. You know, all throughout the book of Psalms, it talks about when we were created in our mother's womb, that he knit us together, that he had a purpose and a plan from you. All of all of your days were written out before him, that he is the author, the Bible says, and the perfecter of our faith. He's the beginning and he's the end. So when we understand that, we understand that every life is made and, and crafted with a specific purpose in mind. You're not an accident. You're not a mistake. You're not pointless. You know, no, you have a purpose and a plan for your life. And understanding what your calling is will help you to fulfill that. And we understand that a calling is more than even a career. Some of you women listening are killing it in the career world. You have great educations, you know, whatever it is that you're doing, you're you're killing it. But let me let me challenge you today to go beyond, you know, when I was growing up, my uh what do I want to be when I grow up was always defined by dollar signs. I remember sitting around the kitchen table with my family eating dinner and talking about, you know, I, I must have been maybe six or seven years old and them asking, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I remember at one point I was like, I don't know. I, I want to change the world in some capacity. I, maybe I'll be a teacher and, and uh, my hardworking blue-collared parents would always encourage me, you know, get, no, that doesn't make enough money. Like, you need to do something that you're going to be able to be, uh, you could take care of yourself and all of these things. So so to me, and I, I thank God for teachers, don't get me wrong, but, but to me, it was always, success was always equated with dollar signs, that my purpose was always equated with uh, what I did. And I want to tell you today, your purpose is far beyond what you do every day. It's far beyond uh, just working at Target, being a nurse, being a teacher, uh, working retail, being a pharmacist, whatever it is that you're doing today on a day-to-day basis, nine to five, eight hours a day, your purpose is not your career. Your calling is not your career. A lot of times your career can be a vehicle that God uses to connect you to your calling, but that's not the end-all be all. You know, I love the quote that says, some wake up to an alarm clock and others wake up to a calling. Some wake up to an alarm clock and some wake up to a calling. Well, what's the difference? 
You know, when you get up in the morning, are you dreading your day? Is the first thing that you think of, like, I can't wait until 5 o'clock. I can't wait until my husband gets home from work. I can't wait until, can I, I can't wait until dot, dot, dot. Or do you get up full of passion and full of excitement and full of want to as your day begins? You know, your calling will compel you. Your calling will, you'll wake up and, and you'll have fresh perspective. And we're going to talk through some of these principles. But are you waking up to just an alarm clock? Are you waking up to your calling? John 17, 4 says this, I glorified you on earth, having accomplished the work that you have given me to do. And we've referenced this scripture in the, in the past couple of podcasts because it's so important when we're talking about finding your purpose and your calling because that's our, our number one goal is to glorify God while we're on earth, accomplishing down to the detail everything that he has called us to do. You know, while we're living this day-to-day, nine-to-five, mundane day in and day out life, we understand that this is the shortest part of eternity. This is the shortest part of of what we can do to glorify God while we're on this earth, while the time is short to see his purpose advance in this earth. So when we understand that, there's an urgency uh, that we have to say, I want to connect to my purpose. And and a lot of you, when, when I talk about purpose, you know what I'm talking about, even if I can't define it. It's that feeling in the pit of your stomach. It's that drawing. It's that tension between what maybe what you're doing now and what you feel like you're called to do. It's the tension between uh, the right now satisfaction of everyday life and and the drawing of I know that there's more. And so we're going to talk about this. There's if if you're we're talking about moving our life from just thinking about day-to-day career-driven what I do day-to-day to really understanding that you're waking up to a call. Let's take a look at three different areas. So Point number one is this. Uh, it could be that you just go about your day just doing your job. And when I say job, let's interchange that word with task, whatever task it is that you're doing. For some of you, that could be uh, taking care of kids. For some of you, that could be, you know, even being a mother. You could look at just your duties as, you know, that's what I do until my husband gets home. I'm the caretaker, primary ter- caretaker of our children. Some of you, you know, it could be working at a church. Maybe some of you are pastoring. Uh, some of you could be not even in the ministry at all, but but in the uh, in the workforce as far as, um, you know, teaching, being a nurse, whatever it looks like. You know, so point number one is you just do your job. You're in the category of people that I do my job. It's nine to five. And when I'm done, I'm done. I'm here to earn a living. I don't think about uh, anything that pertains to what I do nine to five after my duty is done. That's what it is. It's a duty to you. It's, you know, this is what I do. Um, Some of you maybe even dread it. If you're always planning your next vacation, I heard a quote recently and it said, stop planning your next vacation and start living a life. Start fulfilling a purpose that you don't need a break from. And there's nothing wrong with vacations, but you get what I'm saying. If you're always thinking, when is my time up? When can I be done with this? Most likely you're not fulfilling the call that God has upon your life. Once again, I'm going to say it, a job's not your calling, but it can be a vehicle toward your calling. It's not the end-all be-all. So if you're like, I know there's something more, but all I do is is think about when I'm going to get off work at 5 o'clock, go home, watch TV, go home, uh, take care. You know, your life is like on repeat, the same things day in and day out, night and day. And then all of a sudden you're like, wait a second, my life's completely passed me by and I don't feel like I've made any contribution. I've never fulfilled the dreams and things that I want to do. Then you could be in that first category, just doing a job. 
Number two is the people that are building a career. And that means that you, you feel like you're going somewhere, like you're, you're building a career, you're, you're taking steps to advance, maybe um, you're climbing up the, the ladder, so to say, in whatever industry you're in. And this is good. You're heading in a positive direction, but are you still connecting that thing to your purpose? Are you, are you like my son that was, was making decisions based on uh, maybe uh, the kind of lifestyle he'd like to live one day or amount of money that you would have to take care of your family? You're building, but are you really... Really connecting to a purpose that's bigger than yourself and the third category of people would be that you're actually fulfilling your calling you're fulfilling your calling and and I love this quote it says purpose is where deep gladness meets great need purpose is defined is the place where deep gladness meets great need that means that you actually enjoy your life and in doing so you're meeting the needs of the world around you god has created you to be a contributor to this world to this earth to 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 add something to it not to just go through the motions not to be miserable and know and feel like you could have done something more with your life but to say you know what no, I'm connecting what makes me happy, the deepest joy of who I am, and while so, I'm meeting a need. And when you get to that place, you've arrived to the category of people that's fulfilling the purpose, that's on the path to the right direction to fulfilling the call that's upon your life. Well, you might say, well, how do I know? How do I know if it's just a career or if it's a calling to me? I want to go over some things that you can ask yourself, some questions. So if you have your pen and paper, this would be a great time to write this down. And I love having this conversation with you because I feel like, you know, it's the desire of all of our hearts, no matter what season of life that you're in. And I think I've talked to you about this before, but, you know, even sensing the call of God on my life and not being in the right season yet, still knowing what that call look like in starting to move forward and utilizing it even in even in the tension of uh, the timing not being perfect yet I was still moving forward in the direction of my calling when I was home with my kids I remember feeling frustrated you know I love being home with them there was nothing more that I'd want to do but could still feel that call upon my life so I started using my gift where I was in my neighborhood with my my friends parents, all of those things, whatever it was, I started moving forward in my calling that my day to day just wasn't about me, but it was about a greater purpose. So let's look at uh, some differences between just your nine to five job, uh, a career and your purpose or your calling. So if you're just living a nine to five career, you know, it's about you, your calling and your purpose is always connected to others. A career is something that you choose and you decide for yourself. Like, oh, I think I would like that. I think I would like to, to be that. Uh, but, but your calling is something that chooses you. You know what I mean? That, that drawing, that purpose, that, uh, you know, I was created for something more feeling in the pit of your stomach. It chooses you. It calls you. Uh, your career, you could take it or leave it. If someone told you you couldn't go to your job tomorrow and you had to pick another job that would make the same amount of money, would you be like, oh, all right, no big deal, you know, but, but a calling never leaves you. It never leaves you. It, it, you know, it doesn't matter what season you're in. It doesn't matter where you're at. It never leaves you. You can't escape from it. And someone gave me a great piece of advice in the aspect of being called to ministry. And they said, you'll know you're called to ministry when you can't do anything else if you're satisfied doing anything else then you you know consider it 
maybe you're not called to ministry, but if, if, if you can't do anything else, if you think about it, you feel that drawing, then you know, you're, you're most likely called. It never leaves you. And a career or a job or the nine to five is about success. How successful can I be? What can my title be? What amount of money can I make? But really a calling is about significance. Significance is more important to you, the contribution that you're making to the world and to the people around you. Well, in discovering all of this, it comes down to finding your why, finding the why that you want to live your life from. This is like a deep theological question. And I don't know about you, but, you know, these are things that I've tossed around in my head time and time again. You know, even a call within a call. Like, okay, Lord, I know I'm called to the ministry, but but what is my specific calling? What is my voice? What is my contribution to your kingdom? And, you know, that's a good question to ask yourself. It's a it's a deep question to, to really say, okay, well, what is my motivation? Because, you know, just because somebody else, and we talked about this a little bit with evangelist Adala Shuttlesworth, and I love talking it out with her so that you can understand that these are normal thoughts and normal questions that you have. But, you know, just because we see somebody successful doing ministry doesn't mean that that's what we are supposed to, to, to look like exactly. We can be encouraged and inspired by them, but we're not to be just like them because your why is unique to you. Your why is your, uh, your contribution, your voice. God doesn't want you to be an echo. He wants you to have a voice uh, in this earth that you're created not just to be a duplicated copy of somebody who's doing what they're doing well, but you have a uniqueness and you have a contribution to make. So find your voice, find your why, find your motivation. And, you know, your, your why will, will lead you on the right path. It'll let you find the, the right way to where you need to go, where you're going. Your why will help you make decisions that maybe won't even make sense in the natural. I remember when I was called into the ministry, I was going to a college and I had a four-year scholarship full ride. I was going to go into political science. I was already there for a year. I was going to then go into law school. And that was the career that I chose. That's the path that I chose. And I remember, you know, going to school, I had already made the decision that I was going into that major. And then I got saved going into uh, the, the spring of my senior year of high school. And I graduated, went to school, and then that summer I was at a youth conference. And during that youth conference, there was a call into full-time ministry. And I answered the call. I knew that I knew that I knew the scripture out of Elijah and Elisha where he burned his plow and he didn't look back. And I knew that the Lord had called me into ministry and I responded to the altar. And you know, later that night I was praying and pondering the decision that I had made to follow the call of God. And the Lord spoke to me and he said, you know, you're at a crossroads in your life. You were either going to choose your way or you were going to choose my way. And it really just reassured me of that call. Because for me, as a Catholic girl telling my parents uh, from a Catholic home, hey, I'm leaving this Catholic university that's very prestigious with a full four-year scholarship and I'm pursuing ministry, I knew that I had to have like heaven's backing behind me I had to have like the kiss of God on this or I was going to fail miserably and you know just reassuring me that you could have taken the path to choose your own 
life. You could have gone to school and, and you know, pursued law and, and probably got married and had a family, but it would never have been my best for your life. And, you know, I think about that often when I think about connecting my life uh, to my why and to the call of God that's upon my life. And, and, you know, there's so many reasons that you need to find your why, but one of them is to direct your way and your purpose and the direction of everything that you do. Because, you know, when you're traveling through the journey of life, you're going to have obstacles in your why. Your, your why showing you your way will always reinforce that you made the right decision, that the times that you were at, like I was at a crossroads where you could have chosen one path or another, that, that why is going to help reaffirm the ways that you go, the path and the direction that you walk with confidence, that you don't second guess, that you don't look back. Another thing that your why will do is it'll connect you to your want to, your want to. And this is important in ministry because I, I love the aspect of, especially when I'm talking to other pastor's wives about the want to. It's so important as a pastor's wife, so many times I did things for ministry that that were not convenient. And it wasn't because it was an obligation to me, but it was because I wanted to do it. And I wanted to do it because I knew I was in my call. That, that really understanding the why that I was doing it made me want to do things. And it didn't become a burden. I wasn't a complaining wife to my husband. Like, why do we have these kids out until midnight? You know, why are we doing this? Why do I have to come to two services on a Sunday morning? No, I had my own why. And I would just encourage you, especially if you're in ministry or a minister's wife, to find your own why. Don't don't adopt your husband's why, but find your own why. Find your own want to. It'll make ministry a lot clearer and a lot easier for you. It'll say, you know what? I'm not going to complain because I want to do this. I'm. It's it's my decision. I want to do this. I'm lining up with my why and with the call and the purpose of my life. And it could be a little decision, a little decision. Like I said, not to complain when I have to get up and, and get all the kids ready for church by myself on a Sunday morning. I don't even think of that as a burden. It's just what I do because it's connected to my why and it's a want to in my life. The last thing is this, that it'll help you connect to your wings. It'll help you soar. And, you know, I was a runner in high school, um, track not a very good one but I did my best and um you know I, I remember just running in and finding my pace finding my stride and staying in my lane and if I could do those things there was you know there was no reason that I couldn't finish a race well maybe not the top in this state but I could finish it well and I remember one time in specific that I tried to pace myself with the girl next to me. I tried to say, you know, I'm gonna pace myself with her. Well, little, little did I know she was a state champion runner. And so as I tried to run with her, I was not doing well. I actually, I had to quit, quit the race early. I couldn't even finish because her pace was so different than mine. And I was trying to run my race with her pace. And I was looking over my you know, shoulder. I'm never going to finish this. What am I going to do? But listen, when you understand your why, then you could set your own pace. You could stay at your own tempo and you'll have wings to fly. You won't have to look for affirmation from others. You won't have to say, you know, am I doing this right? Always looking over your shoulder looking for approval from other people, but you'll have wings to soar. You say, I know what my motivation is, and it's compelled by this purpose, this destiny, and I'm going to learn to excel in everything that God has for me. So you want to make sure that you find your why. It'll connect you to the right path. You'll find your want to, and you'll have wings to fly. Real easy, if you're taking notes, it'll connect you to your way, to your will, and to your wings. 
Another thing that your calling will do is it will connect you to something bigger, something bigger than yourself. If your calling is just all about you and your family and your ministry and, you know, your life and what, what, what God can do for you, basically, then you're not connected to your destiny and your purpose. If it's about, you know, the nine to five, getting the car, uh, getting the kids to dance class, all these things, which they're not bad in and, of them, in and of themselves. But when we're talking about accomplishing purpose and destiny, it's going to be connected to something bigger than just you. I love this quote by... Uh, by a famous philosopher it says where our talents meet the needs of the world is where our purpose is found where our talents meet the needs of the world our purpose is found that whenever what we do and we contribute meets the needs of others around us that it's just not about us it's about giving out to others when we find that thing that god has called us to do and then we start activating it and we see it changing uh, the lives of others around us you're going to feel connected to your purpose because like we started out with god has given you a purpose he has a, an assignment for you and we want to use the, our lives to glorify him while we're on this earth and that means giving out connecting to a purpose that's not just about us but that is completely different listen it's never too early and it's never too late to discover your calling. It's never too early and it's never too late to awaken yourself to that calling that meets the needs of others in, in your life. You know, we're called, if you're a Christian today, we all have the same calling to some extent to reach others, to make it more than just not about us. That's to go into all the world and preach the gospel, the Great Commission. You know, another calling that the Bible gives us is that we're to be the salt and we're to be the light of this world. If our lives are on this Earth were to be the salt and the light. What does salt do? It makes things taste better, in my opinion. And what does the light do? It brightens up things. Come on, if you get a good filter, don't tell me that that bright filter doesn't make your picture look really good. I've gotten a lot of halo lights. I've gotten a lot of filters uh, to brighten up the picture. But, but your purpose is to make the world better and brighter better and brighter so that's one call that we have so how are you using what god has given you to connect to that purpose to make the world around you better and to make it brighter there's a contribution that you have to this world that that nobody else can contribute it's your voice you're not an echo today you're a voice and we're going to continue talking about this in the next episode but i pray as you're listening you've taken notes that you can really think about uh, calling and purpose and start to ask yourself some questions am i just going through the nine to five what do i feel like in the in the inner parts of me that that purpose and that destiny is yeah how can i ask myself you know is it about other people how can i align my my why to the purpose that I've been created. So ask yourself these questions and I'm excited to get into you next week as we continue to discuss discovering your purpose. Thanks for joining us for Mrs. Rev. I love you all. Make sure you follow us on Facebook. Join our closed Facebook group. You can follow Joey Miller on Instagram and Facebook and check out Champion Center if you haven't already. We love you so much and we'll see you next time. Thanks again for joining us for the Mrs. Rev podcast. Once again, do us a favor and subscribe, but also leave a review and a rating. If you have any comments or questions, we'd love to hear from you. So after you subscribe, request to join our closed Facebook group and feel free to leave your questions there. Have an amazing week and we'll see you next time for another episode of the Mrs. Rev podcast.